Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra, and today is a very useful one for you listeners. We're going to drop some tips for those of you who are planning to travel to Japan in summer. As we mentioned quite a couple times before, and if you've tuned in to our first episode of this season, Japanese summer can be quite drastic in comparison to some of the summers you guys are used to. So why not prepare in advance in terms of what to pack, so you can meet most of the heat, am I right? But before we get into it, I have a treat for you listeners. If you don't already know, Nihongo Master is an interactive online Japanese language learning system where we provide Japanese lessons in a fun and easy manga-style way. The podcast has a special unique 50% off promo code for your entire subscription of our program that I'll drop sometime in the next few minutes, so keep your ears tuned for that. So today's episode will focus more on what you can do to prepare for your Japanese summer trip. It's split into two parts, what to pack and what to wear. We'll look at the packing side of it first. There are three things you absolutely need to pack in your suitcase so that you can survive the Japanese summer heat. The number one that you should definitely pack in your suitcase is a couple of hats. The sun, or he in Japanese, in Japan can be quite brutal. It's to the point where it'll affect your vision where you're out and about. A hat or cap is the perfect solution for this. Not only does it shield your eyes from the sun glass, but it also protects your head while at it. I would recommend those straw or bamboo hats as they're the most, as they're the most cooling types. Cotton or linen ones are fine too, but avoid polyester ones. And this goes without saying, but sacrifice a bit of fashion and avoid faux leather ones as well. You'll end up with too sweaty of a scalp at the end of the day. The next thing you should pack in your bag is a mini portable fan. I know it sounds ridiculous. I thought the same when I was first given this advice. But trust me, that goes a long way. A temporary breeze from this tiny fan will make the unbearable heat and humidity bearable. Trust me. Okay, okay, I know not everyone has a portable fan just lying around. If you don't already have one yet, you don't need to get one before your trip. Just make sure you buy one as soon as you land in Japan. It's going to be everywhere, so it's an easy task. Alternatively, get an Uchiwa, a Japanese fan. This way, you'll be using it all the time and have a souvenir from your trip. All in one. And the last thing you should definitely pack in your suitcase is Hiyakedome, sunscreen. As mentioned earlier on, the sun is no joke. If you're not one to use sunscreen day to day, your Japanese summer trip will definitely make you one. And it's not about getting tanned, or hiyake in Japanese, or whatever. It's about protecting your skin from the harsh UV rays. Now, if you've got those three things in your suitcase before your trip, you've got the basics of surviving Japanese summer covered. Thank me later. Here's a quick vocab recap. He, sun. You can also call it taiyo, but that's more of the scientific term. Uchiwa, Japanese fan. Hiyakedome, sunscreen. Hiyake, tan. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you've aced. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go 
and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? Plug in our podcast exclusive quote for this season, Japan Summer, J-A-P-A-N-S-U-M-M-E-R, for 50% off your entire subscription for as long as you're with us. You'll be able to learn Japanese at any time of the day, anywhere in the world, for just $10 a month. The next section we're looking at is what to wear during Japanese summer. See, in Japan, modesty is pretty key. So, while you can get away with a tube top and shorts, it's not the case for all parts of Japan, especially on holy grounds like temples and shrines. While Japan has been modernizing in the recent years, it still has its traditional religious roots. So, as a sign of respect, if you do plan on visiting sacred grounds, it's best to cover your shoulders and refrain from wearing any clothing pieces that reveal certain areas. So, in this section, I'll give you a few tips on how to dress right for the summer heat while still maintaining an acceptable level of modesty. Basically, cluing you in on the classic Japanese summer trends. The first trend I'd say is Tsukato, skirts. I can understand why this is one of the top trends to consistently appear every Japanese summer. As the style of skirt that's the most prominent are the flared, flowy ones. They're cooling and conservative, stylish and comfortable. If that doesn't scream the Japanese summer aesthetic, I don't know what does. Though normal, straight-cut, flared skirts are as common, the pleated ones tend to be shining brighter than others in recent years. Even in a classic trend, there's its own trend. From opaque to sheer, layered to single, pleated skirts are opted for more recently. If you're not a fan of skirts, dress it down with shirt dresses instead. See, you don't have to sacrifice chic when you want to dress comfy. A shirt dress basically encompasses both, and the Japanese have caught on to that. This classic summer, torendo, trend, has been popping up every year for a while now, and I'm confident it's here to stay for a while more. Shirt dresses are baggy, which means it's airy and cooling. Those factors make this item the perfect summer wear for Japan's heat and humidity, or shitsudo in Japanese. While this clothing piece provides enough ventilation for the body, it's also perfect for any indoor activities where the air conditioning makes shopping malls and restaurants feel like the North Pole. Now, the best thing about shirt dresses is that it can be styled in a few different ways. You can wear it as it is and on its own, or wear it as an overshirt. Don't think that layering is not an option in summer. It all depends on the material that you choose for your shirt dress. Ideally, get a chiffon-type shirt dress that you're using as an outerwear. There won't be too much heat retention, and it adds dimension to your summer look. Now, the next tip I'm going to give is one that modestifies your slip dresses, and that's the 90s shirt plus slip dress combo. Back in the day, this combo was all the rage. The trend died down in most parts of the world, but in recent years, it's making a comeback. In Japan, however, it never really died down. The shirt and slip dress combo lives on to this day from the 90s. I would say the conservative aspect of the culture plays a part in retaining this trend, as the Japanese would prefer not having their shoulders bare. A cooling cotton shirt underneath does the trick. Fashionable and practical. Kill two birds with one stone. The Japanese people have upped this classic trend by not only pairing a shirt with a slip dress, but basically anything slip. Slip jumpsuits and slip tops are just to name a few. Okay, our last, but definitely not the least of all tips, is one to go for white and neutral colours. Just like how some of us think the colour black is a safe colour, so is white. May it be a myth, but I personally believe that white is one of the most cooling colours to wear. And during Japanese summer, I'll do anything to keep myself cool. Try layering a solid colour on top of each other. I 
little of white on white on white, but it makes a bad combo for when I want to eat ramen. Alternatively, go for various shades of neutral and combine them with prints for a more vibrant Japanese summer look. Now with these fashion tips, you'll be cool and ventilated all throughout your Japanese summer, or natsu, adventures. Now for a quick vocab recap. Skato, skirt. Shitsudo, humidity. Trendo, trend. Natsu, summer. For those of you who have yet to experience Japanese summer, I definitely recommend you to despite the heat. It's one of the most eventful seasons in the country and you wouldn't want to miss that out. With these tips to prepare for your Japanese summer trip, you're going to have a blast. What else do you think is essential to prepare before a summer trip? Tell us your thoughts by commenting on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, head over to the Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading up on topics like these some more. Now, this season is extra special to me because this will be my last season on the podcast as your host. For our OG listeners, we've come a long way, 13 seasons. Hope to have you tuned in to the end of this one. Also, you can find me on my Instagram handle, Azra Shakira, A-Z-R-A-S-Y-A-K-I-R-E-H. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, pop onto our official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with the Nihongo Master. Now, if you've missed the promo code earlier on, we'll say it again now. Plug in Japan Summer, J-A-P-A-N-S-U-M-M-E-R, at checkout to get 50% off your subscription forever. Yep, your monthly or yearly subscription is half off using this podcast exclusive code. So go on, sign up now. And thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one, where I'll be walking down the avenue of Japan's rich summer culture. Mata ne!